0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the race Tech suspension FXr Privateer Island Life podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this. Love to shine the light on these guys and kind of give everybody an idea of what they go through from week to week and and everything else. This is number sixty in the in the series, so a little bit of a switch this week. Profiled Dylan Merriam last week, and uh, he certainly killed it at Bud's Creek. Nice job to him. But with the uh, Rockstar Triple Crown Series wrapping up up in Canada, I wanted to uh, get a guy on the line that uh, did really well up there. Uh, He's on a team somewhat, but these guys are all mostly privateers in Canada. And so uh, it certainly fits the bill for this show. And I'd love to uh, get uh, this man on to talk about finishing seventh overall in MX1 Series. Keelan Meston. What's up, Keelan, man? How are you?
1: Uh, hey, Steve, I'm good. How about yourself?
0: I'm good. Thank you for the time for doing this. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, too. Uh, thanks for having me on.
0: Um, first up, though, FXR Racing Designed by Racers for racings For Racers, check them out on FXRRacing.com. Use the code PulpMX30 to save. off your next gear purchase. FXR priding itself on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear. Jimmy D racing uh, this weekend with uh, FXR. Kyle Cunningham also this weekend down here in the U.S. Uh, Cunningham's been absolutely, absolutely killing it with FXR racing. And race tech suspension motors and suspension from the folks at Race Tech. Use code PulpumX18 to save. With those guys, uh, they've absolutely done a great job with Race Tech and cooling, including with uh, Keelan here on the phone and Mike Alessi, Tyler Merdavio, one with Race Tech down here. Ben Lemay and many other privateers are choosing Race Tech and get your suspension serviced, get your motor dialed in, uh, get your right uh, spring rate for your uh, speed and size and everything else, and uh, they can uh, perfectly uh, hook you up. So thanks. To those two companies for making this podcast happen and uh, all right keelan so yeah man seventh overall uh 295 points in the series um you gotta be happy with that right it's an improvement for you you gotta be stoked with the whole year
1: yeah for sure i'm uh pretty pumped on uh the number it's uh, my best one yet um i didn't really have too many results that i was looking for but Overall I was fairly consistent and had no DNFs and uh that's a huge improvement for me as mm-hmm. uh, in previous years that's that's been a struggle with mechanicals or injuries or yeah whatever. So no, yeah, I'm I'm stoked.
0: Uh absolutely, man. Well, hey, listen, you got a 5th at Calgary. So don't talk about your results not being where you want to be. 5th at <laughs> Calgary. You absolutely killed it that round, man.
1: Yeah, I uh I uh came in pretty confident for that one. I honestly like I, I gained a lot of confidence over, over the winter in California. I trained with I've been training with moth for for the past kind of three, four years and yeah, just I was feeling good and, and kinda of believed that I belonged up there and mm-hmm. and I think I showed it and yeah, had had a terrific round and uh yeah. That uh that was definitely uh that was a good one.
0: Yeah, it uh it really went well for you and we'll touch on touch on everything else. uh throughout the uh the deal you switched from Yamaha to Husqvarna this year you've been a consistent top 10 guy before or lurking just outside the top 10 up there uh and like you said this year you did your best ever why the switch from Yamaha to Husqvarna for you
1: um you know I think for anybody it really just comes down to politics or or just a matter of not liking the bike but uh for me, uh yeah, I like I loved Yamahas and had a, a good few years on them, mm-hmm. but it it just it really came down to finances and and it, when it came time to to renew things for for this year, uh Yamaha just really didn't have anything for me. Um I and I don't know if it was a matter of interest to in me or finances weren't there for them, but uh yeah it just we couldn't really carry anything over mm-hmm. into this year and things were looking pretty bleak and i was actually just over the winter contemplating quitting and oh, uh
0: really? oh wow not, yeah
1: yeah yeah not that i wanted to it was just getting to the point where i was putting more in than than getting out and out of it than and not necessarily like uh uh, from a like a financial standpoint of making money, but it was just it seemed like I was putting in so much work and and uh, not getting any recognition or mm-hmm. or help or support and yeah, so I was just kind of going through a world a whirlwind of emotions and uh, but then later later in the winter the Carlson gig came up and kind of just. Turned my uh, perspective around, and I was excited to go racing again. So,
0: um, Is Yamaha were the, one of those things where they're just like, hey, we helped the Rockstar OTSF team, uh, Gerke and Dylan Epstein, and that's it? I mean, was it one of those things where they're like, we don't like your results? Did it help somebody else out instead of you? Like, what were some of those politics you touched on as far as that? Or was it just, hey, we don't have the budget anymore, man, and, and to, to help you out?
1: Uh, you know, I, like, I really didn't get much of an explanation (laughs) (laughs) which which is you know it's that's kind of the story of of things in the industry it's just uh one thing one day things are good and the next day they're not um but yeah it was just i i i wasn't really mad about it just because i see how things have been kind of going with with the industry up here and it's it's been hurting and uh the the turnouts and 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 just the overall population is low right now and so i just i kind of took a step back and looked at it that way it's just it's you know maybe they're not doing that well and they gotta they gotta put put their money where it counts but uh on another note i also see that there's there's some amateurs out there that (laughs) get a little bit more support than I do and maybe cause they're flashier or, or whatever, or yeah. that's just what, uh, what the brands are looking for, you know, like it's, it's, uh,
0: Sure.
1: they're looking at the future and, 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 uh, I guess maybe I'm not it. I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is, but, uh, yeah. Funny,
0: just, funny how, uh, funny how, uh, when the sky's the darkest, that's when the sun comes out, or whatever that cheesy cornball saying is. Because you thought about quitting, and then you get a husky uh, deal, and uh, and you have your best every year. It's so funny how that works sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, I know, right? It, uh, yeah, it was, it was really, yeah, it was just kind of. It seemed like it was coming down to the point where it was, uh, shit her, get off the pot, man. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and then. The so, whole Carlson thing came together and Yeah, tell yeah, us about was, that. It was, it was uh,
0: what is it? Well who's the team? What's going on with that? What what uh what's the deal with it?
1: Yeah, so uh the Carlsons are actually just a family out of Abbotsford, DC, and it's uh Brent Carlson and Trevor Carlson. And uh I grew up racing Trevor uh throughout the years since like uh kind of the junior days. And uh yeah, and Trevor's kinda weaned his way out of racing, but they still kind of wanted to be surrounded by, by everything and still have, have a, have a presence at the races. And I guess this is just kind of their way of doing it. And so their first year was actually last year with uh, Davy Frazier. And then they had another rider, James Moran, but Uh uh, some things happened and James couldn't uh, continue the series and it just ended up being Davy. So that's why they, I guess didn't have a whole lot of recognition last year, but then this year uh, there was a bit more of a, a showing with uh-huh. the three riders like Davey, Fraser, Wyatt Waddell, and uh, and myself. And uh, so, oh, cool. yeah, yeah, And it, it uh, materialized uh, pretty quick, actually. Like yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't until about kind of late December, uh, I guess you could say, it was a Christmas present for me when <laughs> they gave me the call and, and said they wanted to go racing.
0: So. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's cool. So what? Yamaha. I was just riding a Yamaha yesterday, actually. By the way. Um, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I love the motor on it. I had a Suzuki, and obviously for my size, I, I just I felt the motor on the Yamaha was phenomenal. And uh, obviously, I'm I am nowhere near as skilled as you. But what did you? What do you think of the difference between the two bikes? What did you like about the Husqvarna compared to the Yamaha, and vice versa?
1: Well, I found with a Yamaha uh and I've talked to other people about it but and uh there's been mixed opinions on this, but I find I found that I really excelled on the hard pack with the Yamaha. Okay. I I think it's a great great bike for when things get slippery or it's you're just kinda of flat tracking around turns and and I kinda just got accustomed to being a rear rear steer uh kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so I I really liked the Yamaha, I really enjoyed it, but then I found I struggled when I went to other tracks, um, like sand tracks and and uh, and bit low mirror tracks, mm-hmm. and I felt the the weight uh, was a bit of a challenge. But mind you, that uh, that was last year's model and and previous years to that. Uh, I, I haven't ridden the newer models, so I have no idea what uh, the improvements right. were like or or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I ended up hopping on a. Uh, husky uh late 2017 and and just uh it it to me it just kind of seemed like it was a change i needed i just needed yeah. something fresh something different and and just to kind of i guess you know just to kind of spruce up the the garden i guess you mm-hmm. could say you know like sure. it uh but uh I, bikes are bikes man you can you can <laughs> He can do whatever you want to them and, and yeah, they're all pretty good. To they're all yeah, pretty you can good. You get them to achieve what you want, so.
0: Right. Uh you mentioned uh going down to California with Moff. Uh how many years you've been doing that? How how do you like that?
1: Uh it's good. Yeah, Moff and I have been uh pretty good friends for quite some time. I think we met back in like 2008, 2009, uh training at uh, X uh-huh. with Todd Schumak. For probably did that for uh, three four or five years i'm not really sure and and yeah just been kind of good friends ever since then and continued to be training partners after that and uh and then we're pretty good buddies in the winter too like we'll we'll go skiing or or go out to the lake or or whatever just uh good friends and he's a good dude and we push each other and and uh, yeah, sometimes we butt heads, but for the most part it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful relationship. Uh, me and the Muff have. So. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a good dude.
0: How is it riding in California? Around some of the obviously the uh, the fast guys are are riding Supercross sometimes, but uh, it's still packed. You you, you 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 get intimidated at all? Do you like it? Do you get in behind some of them if you see some of them? How's sort of life in California for a Canadian?
1: Uh, You know, like, maybe once upon a time, uh, I used to get intimidated. But I think the more time you spend down there and you're out at the track every day with them, you just kind of, it just ends up feeling like home. Like, it's no different than being at your local track and and seeing the same guys every day. And and you almost get a feel for that person's etiquette and Mm -hmm. and personality out on the track. Yeah and I guess you could say like there, there's definitely some squirrels down there, but uh, with the fast guys, I, I don't know. I just, I trust them. And I think if they see you out at the track too, they might eventually kind of trust your riding ability. And yeah, and yeah, it's uh no, it doesn't bother me at all. And I think, uh, and it's good too. It, it helps boost my confidence to see those guys go out and get top tens, top 15s or, or top twenties. And, and, uh, and then you're you're duking it out with them every other day at the practice track, so it's it's definitely a confidence booster for sure.
0: What about racing down here? Something you want to do? I don't know how your supercross skills are is something that you thought about or you know Indiana's this weekend. Uh, obviously you're not doing that, but things like that do you do you want to hope to do that? Is that a, is that a night plan?
1: uh for sure, like I uh, would love to do outdoors. Down there. I've tried a few, but that was quite a few years ago and uh <laughs> and that was maybe uh not the best idea to be lining up or not qualified. Bit of a bit of a squirrel myself, but uh <laughs> for sure I think uh, I could definitely handle it now. Uh supercross on the other hand, uh probably not a good idea at all for my well
0: being. Yeah. I, <laughs> I actually
1: I hit my first supercross triple this past winter, and I <laughs> oh nice. Uh, I was uh, I was so like it's funny. I was so scared, it's like being a pro motocross racer. You think I should back uh, well, up and? Well, I mean, you were
0: okay. Were you, marching, jumping, but, the, uh, were you jumping the Were you jumping the Chambeau thing?
1: Yeah, I hit that. Of course, that so thing's, that thing's barely. But, uh,
0: but that that but that's the thing. You have the skills, dude, to do all of that. You know, so yeah.
1: And that's, that's true, right? Like it's, I think deep down the skills are there, but it's, 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 uh, I guess it's for sure a mental thing and yeah, yeah. people like pump up the supercross triples. Like they're just such a gnarly thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. I so just, like, wh-
0: wh- wh- where were it. you at milestone? <laughs> were you at milestone or something?
1: Yeah. I was at, uh, I was at milestone with, uh, with Moth actually. And we just decided to cruise on over the supercross track and um and that's uh
0: hilarious yeah but dude yeah. it's the easiest thing on the track for these guys they come out and they do it like in second gear on a on a on a 450 it's so easy you know the triples oh yeah so,
1: so true like once i hit it i was like holy crap That's uh i i don't even know why I yeah, yeah. it's so hard but uh yeah. then i started tripling everything left right and center <laughs> <laughs> but you, you were... never know maybe maybe if they hold a if they hold a one-off race at Milestone. Maybe I'll go after. Yeah.
0: Well, Mike, that, that led that led me to my next question. What about Montreal and the fall series? Do you have plans for that? Uh, and how do you feel about those?
1: Yeah. So the the team we uh, we left our rig out east with our race bikes, and we will be flying back to uh, to Montreal to go race that one and okay. then the next one. And I believe is. Hamilton and then and then the remaining two after that. Yep. Um yeah, just uh, I I feel pretty good about it. Uh my like I said, my indoor skills aren't the greatest but learning with each race and I uh-huh. think I learned a lot with with the arena crosses we did, even though those are more like enduro crosses than yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they arena seem like
1: cross. It. But uh yeah, yeah, I think uh I think uh hopefully the Triple Crown boys worked out the kinks and and hopefully, we can finish off the year strong with some with some good indoor rounds. So,
0: yeah, they're supposed to be more super crossy, right? These I've I've heard from these guys that they're supposed to be a little bit more uh, yeah super crossy than than the arena cross ones. So, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see how how those turn out. Um, a new era in Canadian moto with uh, the the Jet Works Triple Rockstar guys, Triple Crown guys taking over from CMRC who ran the Canadian Nationals forever. Um, now that the national series is over, the arena cross series is over. What'd you think, Keelan? Like, how'd you uh, how'd you enjoy it? What changed? What didn't change? What did you like? What didn't you like?
1: Um, you know, I think that's it's uh, really hard to answer that one, just because it was their first year and it was expected that there was going to be some growing pains. Um, but bottom line is, I think they worked really hard and they're they're really trying. It was just uh-huh. uh, first year. Uh-huh it seemed like they're kind of running around a little bit with their heads cut off, but, uh, you know, it's, I think, I think next year it, uh, it'll be a little bit more promising and, I'm um, I'm excited for next year. And I think, uh, they'll be able to actually like really come out swinging with, uh, what they were hoping to achieve. Uh, now that they've kind of gotten their feet wet with, with, uh, with this year. So I I think uh next year will be good. But uh what I I I thought it was pretty cool that they were uh doing payback to privateers. So uh-huh. you got your entry feedback if you're within the top 10 of the privateers. So I think there oh, even cool. guys yeah. like back in 30th that uh or or maybe not that far, but yeah, the, yeah. there was guys kind of back there that were getting their entry feedback, which which is pretty cool. Like that's I mean, I got nothing against Staley Brass, but I don't know if that's something Staley Brass would have ever done.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> no, hell no. Um,
1: little little things like that to to show some appreciation. And even after the the Nationals were done at Walton there the other night, they had a big pig roast dinner, and, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some good laughs. And Galdi is running around like uh, a hooligan. But uh, is is
0: is, yeah, Ger- is still recovered, or is Gurky alive? Do we know? Has anybody checked on Matt?
1: I I would not be surprised if Gurky's in coma right now. He had a pretty hard
0: slam. I I saw it. I saw it. So um, it, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, so the the Calgary result, fifth overall, your best race of the year, uh, is that a track you normally do well on? And and if not, do you just attribute it to like you said, coming in from Cali with Moff and and the prep you had? And and why not to be like a dick, healing, you know, but why what why couldn't you repeat that down the road?
1: Um, yeah, so, anyways, like, yeah, for me in the past, like, Calgary's actually, it's been a bit of a struggle, and, okay. and not so much with uh, with me, it's just, there's been odd little things happen, whether it's uh, mechanicals, or like a small twisted yep. ankle, or something like that, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's never been a good round for me, but, uh it, uh, I think, just on that day, like the stars aligned a little bit. Um, like some guys crashed in the first turn, and I got a great start, and I just came in with a ton of confidence. And uh, yeah, it's it, it was a great cool. day. Yeah. And and I think like coming into the series, I, I don't know, just something felt right. Like I just felt like I was going to be be a top five guy all year and and I believed it on that day and 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 then after the fact but uh I I think like going back to saying like why I, I couldn't repeat it it just it uh I think I could have but just some of the stresses of the year yep. uh added up and and you get worn out and and uh and it's it's tough, but I think you try to regroup for every weekend and 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 go back to your your, your positive self talk, I guess you could say. And, yeah, for and sure. Keep keep believing and, and keep chomping at the bit, right?
0: Right, so, right. Um, are you yeah. are you going to do the same deal next year? Is it too early to know? Are they pumped? Are Carlson's coming back? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Have you anything new for that for nineteen?
1: Um, I, you know, I'm I'm really not too sure. Okay. Uh, I, I I know they're like kind of talking like they want to do something again, um, but you never really know. No, it's
0: um, it's early for Canadian Moto right now for sure.
1: Yeah, it's usually two weeks before the first <laughs> round you, you find out all that stuff. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know,
1: but uh, I try to keep my options open and uh, and I've been talking to teams too, like it uh, and not at all to like go behind the carlsons or anything but i think yeah. just no for sure i think with within racing that's just how it is and it's a business and you gotta you gotta talk to everybody and and you never know what's going to come down the drain like i never like at the end of last year i i didn't even think the carlson thing would would be an option yeah and, and then just the fact that i built a relationship with them it. uh it, uh, I lucked out and, and great things happened. So yeah.
0: yeah. Oh well, yeah. Without a contract, I don't think anybody could be upset for you shopping around and trying to secure something. Absolutely not. Um, know. okay. So favorite track on the series, you can't say Calgary cause you got fifth overall, uh, but favorite track of the series.
1: Uh, this year, uh, the Manitoba round was pretty good. It, uh, it felt like just textbook national to me. Like yep. it was wide, uh, big flowing turns and then another thing that that kind of really irks me at uh the other rounds is uh obstacles on the edge of the track so whether it's like a tree or like yeah. a fence post or yeah, or yeah. like a water spigot uh that that really that kind of grinds my gears when i show up to a race and at manitoba there there is like plenty of room like if you made a mistake you could blow off the track and And not get decapitated, so uh, (laughs) it it was a cool round. It was really
0: neat. Um, Well, it's because it's my home province. I don't know if you know that. I'm from Manitoba, so.
1: I do, yeah. uh, You didn't have anything to do with that, did you?
0: I didn't, but that's the only race all year I saw. Galdi brought down uh, that race for me to watch, and uh, the dirt looked excellent. The track looked wide. jumps looked big, but fun and safe. It looked really good.
1: Yeah, it was cool, but I guess we can say you had something to do with it. Just, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, what about Worst Track? Okay, so what about what about which one didn't you gel with, didn't you like overall?
1: Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> That's a, uh, Popkin was definitely tough, but uh, for me, and I hate, oh, I really hate to throw him under the bus because he's the nicest guy in the world, but uh, uh, Sandali yeah sorry kt but uh, hot dog uh,
0: vendor jeez
1: yeah poor hot dog vendor um yeah it's
0: uh just prep you think or oh uh
1: yeah it's uh a little bit with prep um but it's also just i like i might be a little bit biased but uh i just a little bit with to do with the layout of the track
0: okay Yeah,
1: yeah it's pretty windy and uh you, you got to get pretty aggressive to make passes, and and there I just find it's it all has to do with the start. And if you get a bad start, it, uh, it makes for a tough day. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, I think it's a great track to uh, yeah. ride at. And uh, there goes your yeah, shot I at saw. MX.
0: There goes your shot at MX 101. Messed in. Yeah, I still love yeah. Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. um, would you go down to 250s? Um, I think Are you're a little bit bigger guy, right, from photos I have saw? I've never met you, I don't think. But um, would you go to 250s?
1: I mean, I would, but it would probably be a waste of somebody's money. Yeah, I'm about almost pushing 200 pounds. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, I was going to say, you look. Like, <laughs> I thought you looked like a bigger guy in photos I've seen. Yeah. Um, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast number 60. Keelan Meston on the line. Uh, FXRRacing.com. Go to uh, the, go to that site. Use the code PULPMX30 to save with those guys. Jimmy Dakotas, um, Jess Pettis, the champion wears FXR, Kyle Cunningham, um, lots of riders wear FXR Racing. And, of course, Race Tech Suspension. Um, use pulp 18 uh, and save with the suspension. Get it dialed in. Get it right for your weight and for your speed they got motor work done now also and and Keelan, you use RaceTech uh how how do you like it
1: I'm pretty pumped on it actually especially uh, my motor it's it uh, as soon as I got my race motor back for the husky and did some testing on it I was like man like it's uh it was smooth but still had uh power where I needed it and uh yeah or Andrew there at the uh, he's uh he's a little bit of a wizard uh the scientist working working on the motors there he uh yep. yeah he uh put a pretty good package together for me and then everybody else there like rob and sydney and wyatt uh i've been with them for quite a few years now and and uh yeah they they get it done they they got a lot on their plate but uh they definitely uh make time for you so and uh it doesn't go unappreciated
0: yeah awesome that's good i'm glad it worked out do you Go back and forth a lot on ignition stuff and timing and motor stuff, or did they get a setup that you pretty much liked right away? How, how, how was it to work with them and find your happy place?
1: Well, it's uh, right when I got the motor, I was pretty, pretty stoked with it, um, from the get go. Yeah, but being uh, from Canada and then their uh, Head offices in Corona, there it uh, may, makes for a bit of a challenge. So I, it's more so on my end that I'm, I'm, a, I guess, a little bit reluctant to uh, try and well, mess around with it. Yeah, but what about much,
0: when you were down in Cali? It. What about when you were down in Cali? I was thinking you were testing or doing something.
1: well, you know how it is as a privateer. Like I said, things don't really okay. start coming together until two weeks <laughs> before the first round.
0: Yeah, you are right about that. You, you got a good point. Um You're from Alberta. Uh, not far from uh, Winnipeg there. And uh, what about rollerball? Obviously way before your time, but the, a legend. Do you have any rollerball stories? Have you heard about rollerball? Do you have anything you can tell me, Mastin, about rollerball?
1: Oh, geez, I've heard lots of rollerball stories, but I don't know how, uh, how PG they are. <laughs> That's Although...
0: probably a good point, yeah.
1: I actually I do have one story that I, I found kinda entertaining though was, uh so my girlfriend's uncle actually used to be pretty good friends with him. Okay. And uh and uh he used to play hockey in Germany. And I guess uh I guess Ross went over there for a race. Yep. And and he uh, bunked up with him at his uh, loft or or apartment okay. or wherever. Yep. And uh I guess at the time um uh Ross must have been like pretty beat up from the outdoors or something, and his kidneys or liver was had quite a toll or it was taking quite a toll on his body and he would uh he would pee the bed every night and i mean like it's, don't shoot the messenger yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah 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 that's that's what he was saying. He would wake up every morning and uh and there would be pee all over the floor <laughs> of his uh his apartment and Ross would Get all embarrassed again. Ross would but be like, I'm oh, yeah,
0: sorry, yeah, man. Yeah. He he probably, yeah, he probably was going running and, uh, or probably lifting a truck every morning, Meston, and that's what happens when you're training that hard. Yeah,
1: most uh, likely.
0: So. Um, All right, what about my buddy Jason Fournette uh, from Red Deer? I traveled with this dude on the road um, for years down here south. Uh, His mom and Stally were fighting, so he didn't race Canadian nationals too much or or much at all. Uh, You got any Fournette stories, or do you know him, or do you run into him, or anything?
1: Yeah, I know of him, but I don't don't know him well enough to know any stories. I'm I'm
0: Uh, showing my age, because this is like 97, 98, 99. And it was a long time ago yeah. now, but it just seems like five years ago to me. So that's it.
1: Yeah, I know of them, but that was a little bit, a little right. bit before
0: my time. So. Right. So, <laughs> so um, obviously, look, you've been doing the national series for a number of years now, and that's what you do. Do you race locally when you can to win, to to beat up on the locals and get some cash, or how much do you do local stuff in Alberta?
1: Um, as of recent, not not a whole lot. Uh, just been on the road and yep. and I've uh, been traveling lots and. Yeah, I haven't uh, been able to do too much local stuff, which kind of a shame. Like I really like some of the tracks around here, and
0: I was going to ask you. I was going to ask. Fun. I was going to ask you how it was the local scene, but you have no idea, Meston.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I have an idea. Like it's like I was kind of elaborate, or like I'll elaborate on what I was saying earlier. Like it. Uh, it just seems like the industry is kind of dwindling a little bit.
0: Uh huh.
1: I'm not sure if it uh, stems from bike prices or sales mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. the general population of the country, like, it's... I mean, we're only, a, uh, like, a percentage of what the states are. Like, I think we can fit our whole population into... California. Into SoCal. Yeah, into California. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, uh, I, I don't know, but it's it's just not what it used to be, but I, as as a pro rider and, and I guess a mentor around here, I, I try to do what I can to to make things better and, and get more more families out there and, mm-hmm. and promoting like little local schools like uh in the next couple weeks i'll be trying to put on some some schools and oh, cool. stuff and yeah it's uh try to do what i can to to uh make things better but,
0: do you uh just, do, you, do you have a job do you work at all in the off season or do anything
1: yeah i actually uh so my parents have a trucking company okay so they, yeah, they haul cattle and groceries and gravel and all sorts of stuff but, yeah yeah uh, and uh uh in the past couple of years, I've kind of gotten a little bit more into the business and I bought uh uh two two trucks and and that's kind of what justifies me. Uh, taking time off and going down to california all winter and or well for a couple months and and then racing all summer just as as a lot of people know it it's not the best living racing dirt bikes so uh yeah i make a little bit of money on the side with my trucks running i, uh-huh. I got or well i actually have one truck now just sold one so i got one one person driving driving that one for me and I make a small percentage, and oh, that uh, kind of helps helps me get through the year. Yeah, nice. And then I do a little bit of driving. I'll probably start uh, working here again, uh, driving as well in uh, in the fall here. So
0: yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, you got yourself a nice little business going on, on the side, right? And that sounds pretty cool. Um, hey, so uh, Manitoba. Let's talk Manitoba. Like, what? <laughs> I- I'm pissed because Moth. Won a title, and I'm pissed because uh, every province, I'm off. Won a title, Shuri uh, Blair Morgan, of course, Sask- even Saskatchewan, crappy ass Saskatchewan, has produced way better riders than Manitoba ever has. Just what are we missing, dude? And Alberta, of course, you guys are you guys are great riders. You've had tons of riders. What are we missing in Manitoba, bro? I don't know. I, uh, I mean, we got the best national of the year, according to you. I don't know. I thought uh, I thought you guys got exiled
1: there for a bit with uh, yeah
0: with the old sanctioning bodies. We did. So maybe that's, We did. You know, yeah, that's
1: the, yeah. Maybe that's the challenge. I don't know. Or maybe you should move back to Canada and open up your own champ factory.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know if anybody. Yeah. I don't know if anybody listened to me, but I, I, that's not a bad idea. <laughs>
1: yeah, you could produce your own champions.
0: I just sit here a lot and talk on the microphone about all the things that I wish I would do and people should do. So maybe I should put my money where my mouth is. It's just
1: yeah. There you go. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> really just million dollar idea, right? Uh, how, when do you go to California, like with Moth last year? When do you head down? What time of the year?
1: Uh, this year I think we went down mid February, but okay. uh, that was that was a bit of a challenge with the new series because we weren't yeah. really sure what to do and how to structure things and. Yeah, um yeah not not really sure what what we're going to do there for the next year or even if, if we're going to do it again who knows he's moving yeah. up to 450s so i don't know yeah. if we can be friends anymore That's a good we point. We really talked about that.
0: Yeah, so. like Galdi and Nu for telling me that. Yeah, automatic deal like 450s. Yeah, screw him, bro. Screw him.
1: Yeah. You know? My- might have to get, kick him to the curb. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, uh, it'll, uh, that'll be interesting to see. The series was pretty deep this year, the 450 class. I felt like uh, right after uh, uh, Cade and uh, and yourself, there was a bit of a drop-off. But it seemed really close up until then. Like, everybody was kind of right there. And, 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 you know, like, it was pretty good racing i think all, all year long from what i can see anyways if one guy like you you mentioned at the beginning of the show you didn't dnf and that's huge because i think the points were so close and everybody was so close that one dnf could do you in
1: yeah for sure it's uh like deep pool and and it uh it made for a tough year and all those guys like i think uh Gerke had had some issues um everybody cade had his handful of issues and um, yeah, it's uh, if it's, if you had one bad moto, it uh, it, it hurt yes for sure. So. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. Supercross in the fall, like we talked about Montreal and, and three other rounds, I believe. So, uh, is that something do you do? You go back home during the week? Are you staying on the road, or what, what's your plan? I don't know what kind of expenses uh, the team has, or you have, or whatever. So, during these weeks that that, that are all in a row, what do you do?
1: So yeah, right now I I actually flew back home a couple days ago, right right yeah. after Walton. Yeah. But uh prior to that for the for the season I was uh I was confined to our very nice motorhome. Okay. Uh, it was it was luxury on the road for sure, but I was confined to it for since basically the first round. <laughs> and uh there was myself and then uh Davy Wyatt and we had a, a mechanic with us as well and it uh it uh, we're we're all pretty good buddies, but I think by the end of the year we we needed some time apart.
0: Ah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, but so, uh, no, yet never had the opportunity to to come home. There's just kind of too much work on the road there. But yep. uh, it's nice to yeah. be home now. And
0: yeah, where do you where how do you find pra- places to practice? I guess is, is it tough? Do you guys all get along? Um, as far as finding where to ride during the week and all that.
1: Yeah, that was that was definitely a challenge. Yeah, uh, like. I, we are. We all kind of had different personalities, and and we all, I guess, wanted to have our own agendas. But yeah, yeah, obviously had to work as a team and and to try and figure things out. And that that definitely made for a challenge. Uh, the Sunday and Mondays after the race, trying to trying to nail down a plan, and yeah. plans obviously change. But uh, it. In Canada, like we, we can ride uh, ride the tracks usually Monday, mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday, yep. uh, and practice before the national on the weekend, so that's always kind of a go-to is we'll try and make it to make it to the, the next round and get uh, all honed in and get ready for another
0: weekend. so uh, well, cool man. Uh, anything else did I miss anything? Did we touch on it all? We don't know what, Shoot, I don't know. We, you had a you great year. Me, we don't know what you, you... asked me something
1: non-motor related. I don't know. We'll you like talk, uh, or whatever you want.
0: You go to Calgary Flames games. You like hockey? You Follow it? You play it? Oh yeah,
1: I, oh yeah. I used to be, I used to be a hockey fanatic, a really hockey fiend. I used to be. Yeah, I played like up until midget. Oh wow, That was okay. awful though. I I was <laughs> terrible, but I, I played up until midget. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you liked it. So um, yeah, um, so you go to Flames games at all? You try to.
1: Yeah, I try to make him make it out to a game whenever I can. There uh it's it's pretty fun. We got a pretty good hockey scene here. Yeah, it's a it's a good time.
0: Yeah, Saddle Dome getting done soon or what's the deal with that thing? What's going happening? Everybody's mad at each other.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like I mean, I've been stuck in the motorhome for however long so I haven't heard too much news but I I really don't know what's going to happen the last I heard was the teams going to Seattle and then the Dome's getting crushed and then the next thing I heard they wanted to make a new new place and yeah who knows they're crazy
0: what what you need to do is you need to take your number seven plate go down to that Blackfoot place slam it on the counter Jason Mitchell and Dean Thompson and just demand to get them back in the game, Blackfoot Direct, Blackfoot Yamaha, and get them back. They have Huskies actually, and uh, get them back in the game. There we go. That's your. That's my plan for for oh. uh Keelan Meston program. Yeah,
1: I'm way ahead of you, man. I your <laughs> Dean every other day, but uh, I think uh, I think he's he's ran out of hair to pull out. So. <laughs> yeah, he has.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he could handle that anymore, but uh, wouldn't that be nice, hey? Yeah. Um, yeah. This is maybe uh, a, a dumb question because it's different down here in the U.S. Like, I go to all these races down here, right, and cover them, and it's a competitive media market for these riders and this and that. But what about what about Canadian Moto Media up there? Obviously, uh, Galdi was just here. There's DMX. Uh, there's MXP. Um, do you read much of it? Is some of it... Is everybody cool? Do you get pissed at sometimes of these guys? I mean, when I read it, I I don't see a lot of criticisms of teams and riders, and maybe there's nothing to criticize. But I, I see a lot of media being very, very much in you know in lockstep with the series slash teams and riders. But you tell me, what do you think?
1: Uh, I think it's there's always there like there there's the pros and cons with those guys like and like one minute you might like what they're saying and then the next you might not. And it's uh, that's everybody's going to draw their own opinion and, and it might not always be accurate. And sometimes mm-hmm. it, it might be, it's just, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's tough for, for them because they're just, they're small scale um, publications and it's, and it's hard for them to have more employees. So yeah, mm-hmm they 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 can only be so many places at once and and not all the time they can get uh, all the facts and and sometimes they might not get uh, the right story but yeah. i think for the most part they they all do do a pretty good job um it uh i think for, uh, personally for me being from the west i think uh the west coast uh kids and writers don't really get a whole lot of recognition which is understandable because yeah. most of uh, the most of the publications are from the East. But uh I mean uh, there's always a way. Like I'm sure they could always do better and yeah. and uh yeah, but uh I don't know. I've also never been in that position, so I can't uh, draw too much of a, a negative note on any of those guys, and so I don't really know. I don't really know what it's like, but yeah. uh, I think for the most part, they do a decent job, and and Galdi does a pretty good job with. He's got a lot on his plate. He does. Yeah. He, he makes he makes it known. So. <laughs> it's uh understandable if if he's dropping the ball sometimes Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I'm just getting gay, but uh, yeah, no I think uh for the most most part it's good
0: well cool, uh, well, hey, man, congrats on the season, uh nice work, um like I said, one of those guys that you know you fly under the radar a lot uh compared to some of the bigger names in the Canadian series, but your results are really good, and you beat a lot of those guys the, uh, week in and week out that. You know, more people are talking about, and uh, I think you should be pumped. And uh, on your seventh, and especially with how you said, you know, maybe it was time to even hang it up, which is which is even even better that you 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 showed them. So, uh, nice work um, all year long. Race Tech FXR Racing uh, Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast Number Sixty. Keelan Meston, uh, please use the code. Support the companies. Meston uses Race Tech, and look look at look, look look at how he just did everybody, and he uses Race Tech. So um, that's all you need to know. Um. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Good luck with everything. If I can help out, uh, you got my number. And, uh, yeah, nice work up there, bro.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I appreciate it, man. And thanks for having me on.